everybody. Welcome to another bonus episode of P.S. We Have Orders. Since Shannon and I did a Mother's Day episode last month, we would be remiss if we didn't drop a bonus episode for Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to all you dads out there. Shannon and I have very different fathers. When we have come to terms with it, we've had polar opposite parents. Polar opposite. experiences. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that being said, we're going to break this up a little bit differently than what we did our Mother's Day episodes. I'm just going to talk to you guys about my great dad, and then I'm going to let Shannon take the floor. So I just want to say, my dad has just really been a constant in my life forever, which is amazing considering I nearly didn't have a dad. Um, when I was about 16 months old, um, my dad at the time was a timber framer. And it was February and it was cold and he was on an extension ladder working and the ladder collapsed in on itself, which it's not supposed to do. And he fell from the roof, basically, and had a traumatic brain injury or TBI. And he was actually in the hospital for months and he was in a coma and they weren't sure if he was ever going to wake up. And then when he did wake up, they weren't sure how extensive that damage was going to be. A lot of people with TBIs will never walk again or never have full mental capacities or won't even talk, you know, depending on what they lose. It'll, yeah, it depends on severity. And back in the 90s, I mean, how much research were they able right. to really do at the time? It's nothing compared to what it is now. Right, because this would have been in 95, beginning yeah. of 95. Yeah, so he beat all the odds. He woke up from his coma and he was actually, after months and months of occupational therapy and regular physical therapy, he was able to regain speech and to regain walking. Um, you know, he broke a lot of bones, so those had to heal and everything. And my mom always jokes that, you know, my dad and I learned to walk and talk at the same time together <laughs> because of how old I was. I mean, it's kind of sweet in a, in a dark way, I guess. Yeah, like sweet and like a really... the way to bring humor to it. Rough way, yeah. I mean, as I talked about in my mother's episode, you know, my mom is a rock and I think she just coped the best she could. So yeah, but I mean, that obviously led to a lot of struggles his entire life from then on and, you know, my entire life. I have no memory of my dad before this. So I'm told he was very different. But to me, my dad is my dad. He is how he is. But this TBI led to a lot of issues, um, like unemployment, because, you know, he couldn't work. And he actually ended up going back to school and changing careers entirely after this. Um, and, you know, we moved around a lot because of that. And because of the TBI, it also would cause chronic fatigue. And so he wouldn't be able to keep a job necessarily until he was able to work through that and find the right balance of medications to be able to get him, you know, to sleep at night. Because that's also part of a TBI is his brain doesn't turn off naturally. It just doesn't happen. So anyways, we moved around a lot. You know, briefly we were, I say we were homeless. Uh, we did have a place to live and we did have a home, but uh, we had renters in the home and you can't evict renters in Maine in the wintertime. So no, they like that's wouldn't how, leave. I think that's how all of New England is. I mean, I do not quote me. Yeah. But I believe yeah. Connecticut has the same laws. Right. Because it would be inhumane and your babies could die because it's very cold there. Um, but yeah, so like when I say like we were homeless, like we were not in a shelter literally on the streets, but I mean, it was a really hard time for my family. To me though, like it, I was young enough that it was an adventure, like we were moving around and it was kind of fun. So I think for me personally, 
because of my age, the hardest part was like my dad, I felt like my dad forgot me a lot because he would, he'd forget to pick me up because that's part of, that's another part of it. But that being said, I never felt unloved by him. And he, even though we didn't have a lot of money, would do everything he could to give me a good childhood. Like if I wanted something, he would just build it for me. You know, he built me um, my very own bedroom as an addition onto the house, basically. He built me a two-story playhouse, like a literal two-story. I had a spiral staircase and a fireplace and like windows and doors and stuff when I was a kid. And then when I got older, I was really into dance. So he built me a dance studio down in our basement. And I wanted American Girl dolls and furniture, which we couldn't afford. So he ended up building me. Oh, those are so expensive. But he built me like a wardrobe and a bed and a table and chairs. And I'm going to move this cat. And so, and, you know, and on top of that, he would build me things and he would also, like, take me canoeing. I have a lot of memories of, like, collecting frog eggs with him. So now that I'm older and I've moved away, we obviously don't connect as much anymore. And I think 2020 was a hard year for a lot of young adults and their parents (laughs) to get through because we didn't always see eye to eye. But, you know, I do just want to say, like, my dad has been a constant and he has loved me. And, yeah, he's just... Great dad, and I just want to appreciate him. So, dad, happy Father's Day. You're great. Um, but yeah, and uh, like we talked about in our Mother's Day episode, we wanted to discuss like things that you know your mom has instilled in you. So, I want to talk about what things that I have that are inherently my dad's traits. And my first obvious thing is I look like him. I have his eyes, and I have his dimples um, for sure. But those are very cute dimples. Adorable. But personality wise, I definitely wing things. Like he very much is into jerry rigging and just like winging it and calling it good. He's not a perfectionist. I'm not a perfectionist. <laughs> um, and then like dinners, he's very like I guess pragmatic. Maybe that's the word. Like if he sees a bunch of food that needs to be eaten, he just like throws it in a pan and cooks it. And he's like, this is a meal. Sounds like my husband. That's me too. Like a hundred percent. Like if I have something that's about to go bad, I'm like, okay, we're having macaroni, fish, asparagus, and a side of cherry tomatoes. <laughs> like that's how I am. So uh, yeah, I think I get some of my thrifty foodness from my dad. Um so yeah. Anyways, happy Father's Day, Dad. Um, I'm gonna turn it over to you, Shannon. What would you like to say now that you have a fresh glass of wine? What would you like to say about your dad? All right. So I will have to say my experience. Um, like we like we already pointed out, my experience with parents is kind of polar opposite what Perry had. My parents divorced when I was very young. I was like four years old. And my father remarried pretty much immediately to my stepmother. I don't have a very good relationship with her. I don't wish her ill, but I wish her off my property permanently. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think growing up, that kind of caused a massive rip over time between my father and I, because we just never got along. But it was very interesting because... Growing up, my father had a really good paying job, so he was always taken care of, nice house, always better off than my mother's situation. That's okay. I mean, it is what it is. By the way, I didn't write any of this down. I just said, let's go for it. This is straight from the heart. This is 100% <laughs> non-scripted, straight from the heart. Not even, not even notes. 
my childhood was very similar to struggle kind of kind of situation. But with my father, he kind of always had nicer things, nicer house, better things. They went on vacations every year. Um, if I was lucky, I would join. That wasn't always a guarantee. And remind you, when he went on vacation, he took his wife and his two children, which were my step-siblings. So mm-hmm. that kind of, at times, would cause a rip because, you know, at times it felt like we were the lo- we were the family that was forgotten. And I know this is definitely opening some interesting wounds. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. So I guess so. Um, I guess for anyone who, who grew up with a divorce, I feel like a lot of kids in the 90s, or at least our era of millennials definitely grew up with a lot of divorce. For sure. Not at this point. I would say, like, half of us probably. I feel like having married parents is, like, that I've been married for, I think my parents have been married for, like, 30... Yeah, it's not very common, seven, I don't think, anymore. Seven years? Yeah, like, that's not common at all. And I think a lot of people understand exactly what you're talking about and feeling, for sure. Yeah. It, like, it wasn't all horrible. There was definitely a lot of fighting between my mother and my father, but I could tell they did their best to keep it away as possible from myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I, like, I really don't want to dive into, like, too much deep, deep stuff, right. at least not right now. Maybe a couple, <laughs> couple more glasses of wine you could get me to do, <laughs> dive a little bit deeper. We get a, a real therapy sesh going on, but... But, like, I, I think I've grown a lot over the years because I definitely had a very sour relationship in my late, my late teens, early 20s. I knew that's pretty much around the time frame that me and Perry met. And at that mm-hmm. time, actually, when Perry and I met, I actually haven't spoke to my father at that point. I actually yeah, you were, like, no contact. Yeah, no contact at all. For, actually, we stopped talking after pretty much I turned 18. And the last time I saw him was thanksgiving of 2011 2012 time frame i could be really loose on those years but it's early 2010s have you seen him since no so it's been a decade yeah i've only seen him like via facetime once in a blue moon and it was really interesting because we stopped talking pretty much towards the end of our time in germany you know and i wouldn't really let him i i pretty much decided in my older years I don't have to share with him what I wish not to share with him. Right. I don't see him as a parental figure mm-hmm. like that, where I have to tell him everything. It's nothing mm-hmm. really deep. I mean, I say I, I save that for my mom. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Lack you of you don't words. know him anything. You put. I feel no. like you know you you put into your relationship what your dad what he puts in with your relationship. Yeah. You know, with his relationship yeah. with you. And I think that I mean, it sounds like all things considered, you actually have a really healthy relationship with your dad now you've kind of come to terms of of where you know what you give and what you take most definitely but it took many many years of i won't lie some serious therapy when i was a teenager it took a lot of crying and screaming in my Mm -hmm. 20s and early actually through my teenage years my poor mother and it was really (laughs) painful growing up feeling like i was the first like we were forgotten a lot and just like yeah. how you mentioned, it's you weren't even angry. Like for me, I held a lot of anger for many, many years mm-hmm. to the point where I got so angry, I went cold with it. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the point I've hit where I don't let it hurt me anymore because I don't expect much anymore. And it's really interesting because when I was extru- yet again, when I was sick last year, um, I remember basically begging my mom to contact him because literally my point of contact with him was literally email and that shows 
surface level. And we would email like once a month, you know? Mm-hmm. And I pretty much said, I'm like, tell him to get like a Facebook messenger or something. I want to tell him myself that I was as sick as I was. I don't want you to have to relate to him. Because yeah. mind you, my parents have been divorced longer at this point than they've been married. Right. Like 25 know? years, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she was like, are you sure I could tell him if you don't want to tell him? And I'm like, no, 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 this is like, I'm, I'm a grown woman. I can tell my father I was severely sick and I'm still in the hospital right now. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, okay. You know, and pretty much after that point, we actually started talking on the phone for the first time at that point, like, I don't know, five, six, eight years, I guess. I don't know. It was a very long mm-hmm. time. And it's kind of sweet now because it's like, yet again, like, I'm not angry with him. Do I have healthy boundaries? Most definitely. And it's definitely like surface level stuff. And I think I'm very happy that I've hit a point in my relationship where I don't harbor so much anger like I once did. I understand it was a really rough time. Not all of it's his fault. Not all of it's my mother's fault. If anything, my mom did her best to keep it out of the house as much as possible. And I knew she did. She did her best to not encourage um, anger with me. She'd be like, you know, he's doing his best. Or, oh, don't be angry with him. Oh, you know, she'd be really good about trying to keep as neutral as possible. Which he does not believe that. You know. <laughs> well, you said going... in your, he said your mom's kind of spicy. So. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, my mom's nuts. But, yet again, I'm the one who's allowed to say that. Because I say that yeah, in the yeah. loving way I can. But yeah. it was very interesting growing up. Because my mom at no point ever encouraged me to be disrespectful towards him. Mm -hmm. was I allowed to come home and scream and cry saying how much I hate situation most definitely but was Mm -hmm. I ever allowed to disrespect him no right and I think that's one thing I have high respects for my mother because raising children with a raising a child with disability then raising me which I know wasn't easy and then also trying to help foster a healthy relationship with a parent that was a part-time parent is very hard you know right And how many times I'd come home crying and screaming, basically saying, like, you know, we were replaced, we were replaced. It's hard for a parent to be positive about that. So I have to, I know this is a Father's Day episode, but more kudos to my mother on that one. So I guess my portion of this is going to say there's a lot of mothers out there that do both jobs. Mm -hmm. And I know we had a Mother's Day special literally talking about how amazing some moms are. I would have to say there's some moms that do both. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have my really good friend. Her baby daddy is a part-time dad. It's a few yeah. weeks out of the year. You know, he doesn't see them and they don't He checks even... in when he wants to and he checks out when he can. Exactly. And she is a great mom and dad to the kids. So, you exactly. know, just like your mom. And I, f- I see it now too, because now that we're getting into our late 20s, our friends, you know, they all got married in our early 20s and now, now they're all getting divorced. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I see a lot of that exact same situation that, you know, you saw as a child looking at your mom and your dad. And now that you're older, you can see it from the adult perspective of oh, yeah. you know, your friends trying their best not to say bad things about, about that parent. About, about an ex. And when they're awake really and then they go to bed and then they'd call you and they're like, I can't believe he did this. I can't believe he didn't pay child support. I can't believe, you know, he canceled their trip and he won't even tell the kids. Now he makes yeah. mom tell the kids. Oh, and yeah, now the kids are going to be mad at guy. mom. Yeah, so just happy Father's Day. You know who you are. Oh, yeah. So, Shannon, let me ask you. Is there anything from your dad that you feel like you've inherited? Like, do you have any, like, what kind of traits do you have from your dad, if any? Well, all right, so my father's side is definitely the Latino side. My mom's the Caucasian white mix. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
supposedly I've been told that I have some of my features are more of like the Hispanic, which I guess like my lips and I think eyes possibly. I don't know. I can see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, at times I definitely wish I had his level headedness. Because mm, I definitely don't. think that's where I definitely don't. I don't have the <laughs> level headedness. Um, maybe my love for a good drink. Mm, okay, okay. Like I'm not calling him a drinker, but he is not. He's not one to shy away from a good margarita or like a good rum and coke too. So it's, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. So um, okay. obviously none of these things were out of set out of disrespect towards him. If anything. I have a much better relationship than I ever have before is now, mm-hmm. but it's definitely safe to say as a child who grew up in a situation I did, I learned to keep, like, I kind of feel like I grew up with understanding, keep him at arm's length at this point. Cause I don't want to yeah. be hurt anymore. You know, keep mm-hmm. expect, you know, keep your expectations low. You know, if he says, Oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to come do this. Don't get mad if it gets canceled anymore. You know, mm-hmm. when, when I'm told, oh, yeah, yeah, we might meet you up in Connecticut or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, sure, okay. I'm not going to leave until I actually see him, you know? That's just right. kind of the point of it. And that's no disrespect. It's just kind of what it is now. And, you know, I guess Well, it's... even that could be something good that he taught you is kind of, like, be skeptical, you know, and mm-hmm. and be aware. I think that, you know, that probably helped you grow a lot as a person. Yeah, I definitely think so. It definitely, definitely took away the trusting of everybody and everything. Um, maybe the innocence, I don't know, but I definitely think also one thing that I've really taken from this is I've looked back and I'm like, this is probably part of the reason why we didn't have kids so young. Cause I wanted to make sure our marriage was safe or make sure our space would be safe to raise a child. Cause we, I grew up in the divorce household and my husband came from one as well. And we both kind of agree that we don't want to put children through the same situation. Obviously, we wouldn't want to be married and stay together horribly while raising kids through it, but... Right, right. I think we both kind of came to the understanding that, why would you want to bring a kid to possibly save a marriage? Right, yeah. And end up divorcing anyway and end up being angry with each other. Like, I think that's the biggest thing is I would love one day to have, if we have a kid, have a girl and have her to have her have a relationship with her father that I never had. I would love to have yeah. a little girl be a daddy's girl true and true for me right. i was never i i had that taken from me uh, but um so, yeah shit and i just want to shout out all my happy father's day so my dad wayne my father-in-law mike i mean my husband got all of his qualities that irritate me from his father-in-law but also <laughs> from my father-in-law but also <laughs> thanks for being there thanks for you know he actually did all the carpeting in my stairs so he's uh Ooh. he's uh, like one of those handy dads that's good to have around Ooh. so i really like my father a lot um and then also happy father's day to all of our dad friends let's shout out marvin our friend marvin oh, from germany marvin he has we love you so much little boy happy father's day to marvin we know uh, perry, perry question yes Yes. Did you cry when 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 you found out that they were pregnant? Because I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I was. Like, I yeah, because I was like, of course, you are going to be the best father ever. You are you are father material. Father. Like literally, like born to be a dad. Like so, oh, yeah. so cute, so precious. So, and then yeah, just happy Father's Day to all of you. Shin, is there any fathers you want to shout out for Father's Day? Like your mom, oh. maybe. <laughs> I guess um, a shout out I could give would probably be to my father-in-law. He's always been really good to me. Um, he's always been fairly supportive. And it's it's been kind of nice seeing how 
good of a relationship him and my husband have at times. So mm-hmm. it's always very nice to see him being a part of things. Um, he, he actually came out three and saw boys us. like alo- alone. Yeah, raised three part. boys. Yeah, and that's a lot. He came out and yeah, he came out and saw us in Germany twice with his wife and their daughter, and it was really interesting seeing how much the same my husband and him are. But yeah. um, you know, I apologize if my portion of this is not happy perfection because i think i'm the farthest thing from it but it's the truth and like we said a lot of our friends have similar relationships and a lot of people can relate to you so thank you for sharing all of that yeah it's not fun for you necessarily to think about no i mean it's not this not necessarily it isn't fun for me i just it's nice to know someone else out there is dealing with the same stuff you did and, yeah. you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel once you kind of get over it. <laughs> Lack of <Yeah>. better words. <laughs> True. You are, like, a survival story of daddy issues. <laughs> exactly. Like, I turned out just fine. I'm in a healthy relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, thank you for sharing, Shannon. And uh, thank one you last for happy Father's Day. Oh, no problem. <laughs> uh, one last happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Um, thanks for tuning into our bonus episode. And we will talk to you when we return to our regularly scheduled programming. (laughs) Bye. Bye.